Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Steel Talking. I'm excited to talk about something called the Crown Act. And joining me to define it and to help us understand why it is important is State Senator Bobby Joe Champion. Welcome, sir. How are you? I'm doing nicely. How are you doing? It's always so good to hear your voice on a great Sunday evening. Ditto, sir. Ditto. Um, it's amazing. This Crown Act has been talked about for a while now. There have now have been the Crown coalitions. I think it's in 32, uh, no, 14 states and 32 municipalities, if I'm not mistaken, around the country. Is that correct? That is cr- correct that, that uh, some people say 17 because there's another variation in some other places. But for certain, we know that 14 other states, including you know, Colorado, California, New York, Virginia, and others have adopted uh, the Crown Act. Tell me, tell us why this is really important. Well, the first thing that I'll tell you is that the Crown Act is an acronym for meaning creating a respectful and open workplace for natural hair. Some people replace the word workplace with world. And so the whole thing is that uh, we think it's important to make sure that individuals are judged on their skills and qualifications and not put in uncomfortable predicaments a- as it pertains to their hair. So here in Minnesota, uh, what we would do uh, if it was the past, it passed the House with 100-plus votes, which means that they got bipartisan support, that it would add hairstyle to a provision in the Minnesota Human Rights Act that prohibits racial discrimination. So they would add, like, braids and dreadlocks and that sort of thing. So we think an individual should be able to be free in, at work, be free in school, be free to wear their natural hair and for them to be accepted and for them not to be put in uncomfortable positions that could uh, look like they were being judged or required to do something different because of their hair. We do know that this has been a problem here in the great state of Minnesota. There are certain corporations that actually put it in their, you know, uh, casual Friday definitions. You know, you cannot wear your hair certain ways. And so this has been going on for so long, especially in corporate America. Many of these around the country have said, okay, we're going to allow this. But then they still put certain stipulations, you know, that say, okay, you can't go this far. Uh, Some have offered pictures for people to see to say, okay, you can't go that far. That far. Why is it that the natural hair um, has been condemned by so many in the business world uh, specifically? Uh, when you think about it, um, sometimes uh, uh, the business world and even schools in other places have, have really defined their, uh, what's professional based on 
the majority community. So it has to be tapered a certain way. You can only wear certain lanes, uh, and and not for for the natural hair to be uh, uh, lifted up or elevated as important. The reason why it's important for us to take a stance right now is because it's important for boys and girls to feel good about themselves, who they are, and believing that their hair is a beautiful part of who they are. And when you think in terms of the workforce, we are diversifying our workforces. Uh, it's becoming more and more competitive when you think in terms of getting people to come to our corporations and come to our states. And if people are uh, in uh, 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 embracing who they are, which we should, because I believe that they're, they're, there's a scripture that says we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and I believe that, right? So I believe that people should be able to express themselves and be, again, judged on the skills and qualifications. And not only just in the state of Minnesota have we been having this problem. Um, in Texas, for an example, there was a, a then soon graduate who was told he could not walk in graduation because of his hair. Right. Uh, there was a wrestler that was well known in 2018 to 2019 where he could not wrestle if he didn't cut his dreads off and they cut his dreads right there That's on right. the side of the gym and said, Hey, you either have to cut your hair or forfeit get your out. Life. That's right. Those are just examples. And so, like you said, in the workforce, it's happening. So we believe it makes us a richer, uh, a, a state, uh, a richer com- a, a country when we embrace individuals and allow them to express themselves through their hair because that's what they do. People want to be natural, allow that to be so. Exactly. In fact, um, I, I actually have a grandchild who went through something with a teacher um, that was just brushing her hair, and then she clipped off a couple of her braids. And with no, she didn't ask if that was okay. She didn't say, do you mind if I take these two braids or three braids out? Um, and so I don't quite know why people feel like it's okay to cut the natural hair of different people, indigenous people, all types of people wear their hair um, in different ways. And it feels like there's something wrong with that, but there's really nothing wrong with it. Do you remember Marsha Staden? Yes. Do you remember her? And do you remember she worked for a major corporation here in the state of Minnesota? She wore her long braids. As a lawyer, she wore her long braids. They were just beautiful. And I remember her talking to a group of us in in an organization called SAS, Sisters Associated uh, for Self-Support. And she stood there with us and said, look, we've been telling you how to dress in business in these corporations. We've been telling you all these things. But wearing your hair, it's your hair. It's your natural hair. You should be able to do it. And she fought for it because they threatened to fire her if she kept her braids. She fought for it and she won. And listen, that example that you um, are talking about, now we're talking someone about someone, first of all, uh, Miss Statton, who's brilliant, has a brilliant, brilliant legal mind. And, 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 and we're also talking about if you don't give people the opportunity to have that freedom and to be accepted for that freedom, then we will send a collective message that they're not important, right? And, mm-hmm. and that they have to conform to a certain standard that restricts them. And therefore, uh, we will then say, hey, we don't want you to be a part of this wonderful corporation, our great state. And as, as uh, Minnesotans, I want us to uh, uh, respect, retain, recruit, create a positive environment for those brilliant minds to be a part of our corporation so that we can continue to be globally competitive. 
I think that in this market where where uh, there is a limitation, this Crown Act is important. So that's why I'm also asking my Senate colleagues to join me in passing the Crown Act uh, because it will send a clear message that it's free to be who you are, right? It all, I almost went to that. Remember that Marlo Thomas, free to be you and me, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and so that was from so many years ago. But it is about a freedom and and a collective message. I believe that it's important for us to be fearfully and wonderfully made and that we should do so by passing this uh, act. It's interesting that we have to do this. Um, people of color, even Jewish women um, have had challenges and, and men, too, where it's just too curly and too big and they had to tame it down years ago. Um, you know, you put a perm in a in a white woman's hair and it gets curly. You put a perm in my hair and it's straight. <laughs> so, you know, right. there were challenges trying to figure out, well, what does the natural hair look like for you? Or what does it look for you? So the the word that's been used so much about natural hair is urban. It's too urban. Right. right. Um, and I can't right. figure out why they chose that. Why is it sounds like well, urban is like a bad word. Well, it is all these codes. Right. So you use some really good examples of my Jewish friends who have curly hair uh, and and we believe that they should be able to wear their curly hair as well. Right. Um, uh, and and when you think about it, urban is usually attached to a negative connotation as opposed to understanding that culture is not negative, individualism is not negative, promoting uh, someone's self-worth is not negative, and we should look at the antithesis of what it is that we're doing and intentionally embrace uh, uh, individualism, natural hair, uh, and allow people to be free. I know I keep saying freedom, 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 because it is about freedom. It is about accepting who another person is and and what God created them to be. That's why I say natural. But if someone decides that they want their hair to be straight, if that's what they want to do, allow them to do that. But we should not have to conform to a a specific look that makes others feel much more comfortable. Uh, professionalism is 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 not me. Uh, or my sons uh, being free of dreads, because my sons, I uh, saw on WCCO, they asked me for a picture, and I showed the picture of my two sons who are in college uh, who have dreads. They are professional. They are well-spoken. They're intelligent, and I want them to be free. I don't want them to go become a therapist or veterinarian or whatever they decide to be, and someone tell them, well, if you want to be with us, you have to cut your hair. Their hair is an expression of who they are, and I want them to have that freedom like my Jewish friends, like my uh, Latino friends, like anyone. I want them to be free to wear their hair as long as they want it, right, especially if that is an expression of who they are. I know that in some Jewish communities, they some people don't cut their hair, and we should allow them to have that freedom. Uh, and so I just think it's it's beneficial for us all. Do you think it really is something that happens more in the Midwest or just all over the country? I really actually think it happens all over the country. That's why we've had 14, some people say 17 states that have now adopted uh, some version of the Crown Act. Um, I also think that they've adopted it because it's also good for business that we intentionally seek to recruit, retain, and welcome diversity in our workforce to remain globally competitive. I think they're... I think others are sensitive to the air of what other people might do, and we created some um, 
some safeguards in order to say, we don't think all companies behave this way. We don't think all school districts behave this way. But we want to make it very clear that if you are behaving that way, that's unacceptable. And okay. so that's why I believe that this is something that we should do. Okay, so the Crown Act, is this something that we can, are they trying to put um, the beginning and an end to this, you know, as far as how far you can go with your hair, or is this something you're saying, allow the natural hair to be worn, period? That's what we're saying, right? And, okay. And whatever that looks like. Uh, and we just give some examples in the uh, 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 legislation, um, but but even that's open, right? So like we put braids in there, um, and we also put dreadlocks in there. And so the, really, what we're doing is uh, adding into the Department of Human Rights statute what racial discrimination looks like, right? And adding that in as a course of action a person can bring forth if they believe for some reason someone discriminated against them based on their natural hair. Um, and, 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 and something that we are prohibiting companies from doing. And we think okay. it's beneficial for Minnesota and that company. So the House has Not already passed this, correct? That is correct, with 100-plus votes, right? So remember that the House only has 134 uh, uh, House members. Over 100 folks voted yes already. So that means they got bipartisan support. That is correct. Okay, what about the Senate? Senate, we are still, I'm the chief officer in the Senate. I've asked my uh, colleagues across the aisle because you know that the the uh, majority uh, party is uh, Republican. And mm-hmm. I've asked my GOP members to join me in passing this by giving me a hearing. I haven't gotten a hearing scheduled as of yet. Uh, I hope to hear something uh, by tomorrow. Uh, in fact, I even text them earlier today to give them some more articles and uh, uh, additional coverage that has been uh, 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 lifted up around the Crown Act. So I'm also asking, um, Geraldine, for your listeners to call their legislators and say, hey, we think that this deserves uh, consideration and that it should be passed. And so I need the public's help in making sure that their legislators know that this is important to the two constituents as well. So when will the Senate vote? Well, that's a very interesting question. As soon as I get a hearing. So if I get a hearing uh, um, uh, scheduled, uh, the committee then will will vote and then uh, in that committee. And then uh, hopefully it, it will be uh, there will be a motion for it to be passed and sent to the floor to be on general registered. And then it's just a matter of of getting the president and others to schedule it for a floor vote. So I first got to get a a committee hearing, which is what I'm working very uh, hard to do. And that's why I mentioned earlier that I need support from the general public to call their legislators and ask them to to, uh, schedule that committee hearing and, and also a floor vote. You know, um, some people probably listening uh, are concerned and they think, why is this even important? Well, I would start out by saying even the fashion houses, the famous fashion houses around the world um, have accepted this for years now, for decades. They know that it's important to allow the model to really be herself, right, or be himself. And however you wear that hair, today you're really starting to see the natural look of the hair, no matter where they're from, no matter who they are. And it's beautiful. 
So people think that this is a movement just starting in Minnesota. It may be just starting in Minnesota, but this movement has been going, flying. And it's, you know, people are agreeing with this. So I really hope that it will make a difference and that the Senate will come on board with this. I'm so grateful that you uh, presented this, that you wrote this and um, decided to present it. And the House is on board. We just need the Senate on board. And that's always the one we're looking for to get on board. That is correct. And I just want to remind people and thank you again, uh, Jolyn, for just your dedication and just you understanding the importance of this work, the great work, and wanting to make sure that your listeners know about it. But remember, Minnesota, uh, that uh, Colorado has passed it, California, New Jersey, Virginia, New York, Washington, Maryland, uh, Connecticut, New Mexico, Delaware, Nebraska, and Nevada. And there's a number of other states, including Wisconsin, who's considering it as well. So we are usually the leaders here in Minnesota. I want us to step up and continue to lead. And we need you. This is important. It is important for us today, but it's also important for our future. So thank you so very much, and I look forward to getting continued support. And very quickly, if people want more information, where should they go? Which book would you recommend? Ooh, really good. Oh, well, go website. You, uh, go website. You can also just put in Crown Act, right? That's true. Uh, That's because true. It, 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 it's been talked about over and over again. In fact, in Minnesota, we just had WCCO covering it, Star Tribune has covered it, um, Austin uh, papers in uh, Duluth, I believe it is. It's just a number of different places and people that have covered it. And, in fact, it goes back to even 2018 or 2019 when Representative Moran was the House author in the in the House. This year is Representative Esther Abaje, who is my mm-hmm. uh, House member. Uh, so it's been a lot of coverage on it. In fact, I know that Star Tribune is preparing for, for another article this week, along with some other papers that have contacted me because they're also interested in this and believe it's something that we should do. So just Google the Crown Act, and it will pop up, and you'll see a number of different stories uh, from across the country that has made this uh, uh, piece of legislation necessary for clarity and for protection, and uh, uh, it's necessary. I sure appreciate it. I appreciate you joining us tonight and talking about this is really important, not just to black people, but all all sorts of people. Thank you so much, Senator Bobby Joe Champion. Thank you so much, and have a great uh, 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 evening, and I enjoyed you at the Dakota with you and your sisters. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You were great. (laughs) It was great to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That is our own Senator, um, Bobby Joe Champion, state senator. And uh, if you haven't heard of this, please look it up. It's so important. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 